0: You were fighting. With fighting your, with your son. Fighting with my son yesterday because I was like talking to him about like respecting and like when your mom asks you to go down and check your room because it probably wasn't on Saturday. You don't say, "Mom, you don't know anything," <laughs> in a jerkier tone than I just said. Mm-hmm. I already did that on Saturday, so I was talking to him about that, and he's like, "You just want me to be." Happy. I said, I don't give a flying F if you're happy. <laughs> I don't know if he took that right. I just I want you to be respectful. The happiness doesn't matter. I don't want you to be angry. And if you are angry, what is causing the anger? Why are you getting upset for mom asking you to take care of the things that you're supposed to take care of?
1: I think you should be able to tase your kids. I think so. Just like, I mean, <laughs> not at a, not like ten, on a scope from one to ten, but like an eight. A minor no, dual. no, no. Once like a, a year, you can do a, a 10. Nephi. A Nephi. And you find oh, remember
2: when, when he he, he stretches see, forth his hand and uh, gives his brothers a shock?
0: Come did you, did oh, you see the cartoon, the cartoon when he like he stretches forth <laughs> his hand and she gives him a shock and they fly like thirty feet backwards <laughs> and do a backflip <laughs> as well?
2: <Whoa! laughs> Have you seen that? No, I haven't. That was seen so that. funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. I spent so much money today. My car brakes have mm-hmm. been going bad. I finally got Gwen over there, and I had to go pick up my car. And so I got Gwen to drive me on over. And it was like 4.30. It was just the beginning of rush hour. It was kind of crowded, and Gwen's driving the car. And she started flipping out, and it's like... I can't believe that effing guy is riding my ass. You know, and she went on and on explicitly. Oh, so I was just like, what? Gwen, what the heck is going on? Why won't you let me go over? And stuff like that. I was like, oh, my heck. So I started razzing her. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about? Gwen, there's plenty of room there. I, all you have to do is speed up five miles an hour and you just pop right on in. Why would you expect this guy to slow down when there's so much room right there? Just drive, you know. And she starts to think there's not enough room. I'm like, what are you? A grandma? There's plenty of room. I went on and on. I just ripped her a new one. I almost said, who in the hell taught you how to drive, Gwen? But I didn't. Because I was afraid of the answer. (laughs) I was afraid she would have been she would have said, Thor, you taught me how to drive. <laughs> so I didn't say that. But
0: This brings up a great story, okay, from my <laughs> okay. childhood.
2: <laughs> okay. So and just one thing. I would like to thank Gwen for doing that. That was very nice of her to drive me.
0: Yeah, thank you. Even Gwen.
2: even though she drives like a grandma, I can't believe it.
0: And thank you, Gwen, for inspiring another great story. <laughs> <laughs> story time with GB Gunnar Bjarnason.
2: All right, that's great. Right.
0: So, and many of you may have heard this story before if you listened to one of my previous podcasts. I shared it on it, but uh, the story goes as such. Mm-hmm. I am 16, 17 years old, and Dad is driving us an American Fork 500 East, that street, and there's all this construction on the left-hand side, and just like cones, and they were, they were tearing the, the road apart on one side, so they had like one lane of traffic, and it was like so slow, and. My dad's in the front seat. I'm behind him. Gwen's in the, the passenger seat, and then I think Sophie's in the car as well. Okay. And we're we're driving, and Dad starts mumbling to himself, just like California. Arr, <laughs> Arr, starts just like starts like going weird, like screaming, and then all of a sudden he goes, and. Floor- <laughs> On the gas, we're in the right lane, uh, uh, going, heading towards the freeway, and he flips over across the other side. That as there's like a, a lane, and he starts driving on the dirt <laughs> pavement, uh, uh, you know, where they're they're doing uh-huh. all the construction, and he's just sc- screaming, <laughs> screaming, and Gwen's in the in the passenger seat, screaming, shotgun. "Eric, shotgun!" There we yeah. go, in shotgun, she's screaming, "Dad, Dad!" dad stop stop and she's screaming and i'm just sitting there thinking if i hit him in the back of the head will that stop him or will that kill all of us because he'll crash the car and i kept thinking like what what could i do in this situation to stop him if i start to strangle him would that stop him luckily he stops after a, after a minute or so of doing that and all the cars driving by are there like honking like eh, eh, eh. <laughs> like there is everyone was flipping out and <laughs> <laughs> and he finally stops and he's like Oh
1: <laughs> What was like what was his goal to do that? Was he trying to get out of traffic uh, I think he just frustrated? I think he
0: was just frustrated with California traffic or <laughs>
2: something. <laughs> so the guy that Gunnar was talking about is the guy that taught me how to drive. So maybe maybe my <laughs> maybe maybe I'm a little bit hypercritical of Gwen's driving <laughs> skills there. So maybe she isn't quite the grandma I, I, I said she was, so so do we have any...
0: I did get some people saying, why'd you put some out so quickly after the other? And they were complaining about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Those people that complain about having gold given to them should be
2: slapped. It, it's like a complaining about an extra scoop of, scoop of ice cream. Seriously.
1: Yeah. You it's gave, gave like, me what the another heck? scoop and I wasn't ready for it? <laughs> I asked for a double scoop. You gave me a triple scoop. Yeah. That's yeah. Every episode we provide is a, like a triple scoop and you order a double scoop we give you a, a triple scoop we do we do so you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> all right we have a, a couple bishops
0: okay uh, and we
1: have One we're going to read these before so to so that doesn't sound so funky no so because if someone did a really rude question yeah because we just kind of <laughs> read it out it's, it's not like we're reading these before so
0: and I, I didn't give people enough time, really, for the question of the week. So let's do the question of the week first. Are there any cults that you would like to uh, like us to cover, and what country are they from? Please cover Baha'i faith from India. Or Ooh, from Iran, that's, sorry. Oh,
1: wow. It's that's, Iran. That's, um, what's his name, the guy that played Dwight Schultz uh, on The Office? Yeah. He's part of that. Is he? Yeah. Is that the I think dancing he has a good one? one? The what? The dancing uh, one? No. No. This is, um, I don't know very much about it. That's a good one. Well, let's find out. Yeah. So this is the question about
0: shaving or getting electrolysis for his hairy butt. That was, you know,
1: that's the (laughs) question.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, I must not have heard this episode, but I think you should use Nair. Then if you miss your hair, you can always grow it back. Nair is is horrible.
2: <laughs> Doesn't it, like, burn or something Yeah, everybody like,
0: yeah. that I, I've seen people do it in front of me, I haven't actually done there. But I've watched them, and they're, like,
1: burned. Their arms are burned. Right? Finn they're, and I did it. And did it burn. One burning. time. Well, Finn got, like, some kind of... He won a contest or something <laughs> where... Yeah, he's got like, like a nice cult contest. He got, like, <laughs> ten free tans at this tanning salon. Maybe he yeah. bought it, but I thought he won it. And... Uh, He's like, I don't want to go tanning with that with all this hair because it's like an SPF 20 already. <laughs> <laughs> <It's kidding. laughs> and so he's like, he bought some because he was thinking about shaving it, electrolysis wasn't even a thing, but um, anyway, he put it all over his front and he's like, Could you help me put it on my back? Mm-hmm. And at least he's not super hairy, but he's hairy enough that yeah, we did that, mm-hmm. and then I put some on my chest and and then uh we waited for it to start working taking the hair off and it does burn it feels like yeah you got spilled something on you and it's hot or something uh tingly and then it does it in patches so you take all the nair off and there's like a stripe here that it still has hair (laughs) a spot over there and it was uh yeah it wasn't super mm, but i think we could put it on your butt I have I'll some. get the left cheek. You get the right cheek. I would rather yeah. wax. Rub it in. I'd rather wax.
2: I don't know. I actually took my shirt off the other day when I got my hair cut because, you know, I don't want the hair all over the place. Uh-huh. And Grace was walking by and she laughed and laughed. She's like, you are so hairy, Thor. <laughs> I was like, yep. <laughs> well, let's go to a
0: bishop.
1: Okay. All right. if You
0: guys are all right with that. I made a Jesus shaped pancake, but I burned it. Am I going directly to hell? <laughs> <laughs> not directly.
2: <laughs> no.
1: No, it's, it's purgatory, okay? Purgatory. So you'll have a chance to, to repent of that. I think one. it depends on your intent. If yeah. you made it and then you're like, oh my gosh, it's shaped like Jesus, and then you put it in the, and then you burned it, that's a, that's a problem. Um, He's a black Jesus. Yeah, sure, why not? No, I don't. I don't think you'll
2: ever want unless you're like maliciously doing it on purpose. Like, <laughs> you might have a few problems with that one. But
0: yeah, but the, also the real question is: Do you feel like you need to buy yourself a blanket because of it?
1: Yeah, I think the real problem here is that he's creating false idols. Oh, <laughs> and, so right. even and then, then eating it. them, and then <laughs> and eating then them. Even. Yeah, even I,
2: making it, <laughs> making false idols, and then eating them. That, that's that is a little odd.
0: Because of your idols, you have to buy yourself an ice cold blanket. <laughs> okay,
2: <laughs> there it is. And yeah, okay, stop creating go. idols. <laughs> my
0: girlfriend and I share an apartment. We dedicated one room as our computer room, and we usually don't allow drinks in the room in case one gets spilled. Mm-hmm. The other day, my favorite game c- came out, and we both got tons of drinks and snacks and played until late. She had to wake up early, so she left for bed. Later that night, I accidentally knocked over her drink on her laptop. Oh, shit. But it was 3 in the morning, and I didn't feel like cleaning it up. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even try. No. She is definitely going to notice when she gets home. Can I just blame it on the dog or an earthquake or something? I mean, it was her drink, and she set it next to her computer, so she was kind of asking for it, right? Does Ronaldo do computer repair? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: that's a juicy one. Ooh, oh. Okay, the answer is no. You can't blame it on the dog. Yeah, you've got to just fess up and say, I dropped the ball, and then. I really dropped the ball because I was tired and I didn't even clean it up.
0: I don't yeah. think that you want to admit to being that lazy. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: that. It's
0: weird that you did Like, if I, if I dropped a drink on my wife's computer, I would immediately do everything I could to, to salvage it. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, know? you don't just leave it there. I wouldn't be like my wife that drops her drink on my computer and just was like, "Ah, oh, well, I'm so sorry. And walks yeah. away. Yeah. She did that to both of our computers, actually. She did? Yeah. And then she wants to take Mike and my laptop to school. She's like, can I borrow your laptop at school? I think I'm going to say no. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> I, yeah, that's just like, oh, that's such a bad lapse in, in judgment. I, I blame the um, late night in the energy drinks. Seriously. Yeah.
0: The late night playing playing games all night long. It are you saying Ronaldo wouldn't be pleased with that? I don't think Ronaldo would be. No, I think that you need to admit it and then just say, you know what? I, I think that we need to that we had the reason why we had set that that rule up, and we need to follow our own rules.
1: Yeah. He owes her a new computer, and probably. you owe her a new computer. You're
0: gonna to have to work a little extra hard. No, no,
2: that was the keyboard, wasn't it, or was it the computer itself? No, it was laptop. it was laptop. Laptop. Oh. You
0: put, yeah, it takes the whole computer out. Uh, work a couple extra, uh, a couple extra. You're gonna to have to work a little bit harder yeah. for the next month, and mm-hmm. get her a
1: new computer, and get her, a, get her a Chromebook. You yeah. know, something under $100. Get a hundred <laughs> dollars.
2: No, I'm just talking about a new computer game. I, I, I
0: no, with those laptops. You than... need a. It's a nice computer, so yeah. it's in the two thousand dollar range. I yeah. bet for that laptop. Yeah, that's oh, what a bad oh. Hopefully, now this... if you had cleaned it up, I would possibly say blame it on the dog, and you tried to clean it up after him. But because <laughs> you did the double duty of. Just not trying to
1: clean it up. Yeah, I kind of did something, not like that. You dirty bastard! At work, <laughs> we got this like coffee. Is Lily still listening to this? She sometimes does. <laughs> this is work, but okay. I did. It was at ASEA. Okay. Anyway, I they have this. We got this new machine, and I got a like a mocha thing, and I I didn't even drink any of it. As soon as I put it down next to my laptop i turned around and tipped it over and uh, it went right onto the keyboard so i like cleaned it off and we were told not to put drinks anywhere near it yeah and like if you do it has to be water on your desk and they were very specific and this was the hot chocolate coffee and mocha all right um, so i just i cleaned it off as much as possible i shook it to make sure it wasn't any running water or wasn't w- liquid dripping out of it mm-hmm. And then I took it over to the repair, like our IT people. I'm like, I'm not sure what's wrong with it. And, I gave it to them. and they gave me a loaner, but I'm sure it was very apparent as soon as they opened it. And
0: they're like, this is still hot. <laughs> <laughs> the liquid is still
1: hot. <laughs> anyway, I didn't get in trouble. But I and I didn't admit it. So maybe if he would have cleaned it up like I did, yeah, he would have. Maybe I something don't. happened to this. I don't know what it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But he does owe her a new computer and a new blanket. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Hopefully, the computer the, the wasn't king size but, nice colt.
2: But, yeah. but <laughs> leaving it there, the yeah, that was, was oh, that was that. bad. You won't give him a break yeah. on huh? the ni- <laughs>
0: the king size. Blanket? No, no, that's a no. king size blanket. But he's yeah. already
1: getting a new computer for her.
0: You're right. Yeah, but if you don't get her a new computer, you need a king-size blanket. Okay. If you do, you need to get a small blanket. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good luck, sir. <laughs> that's I mean, a hard these one. These questions are getting No, a- that's
0: that's a that's a tough one.
1: Welcome to another episode of Mom, I joined a cult. The only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunnar, Nathan, and Thor.
0: What do we have today? It's
1: our cult? This cult has it all. No. What country? (laughs) Well, so I'm going to let you... Guess. Guess. Okay, I'm gonna give you a guess. Although it could be two different, one of two different countries. Okay, but I don't think we've covered either one of are them. Are you
2: going to give us a clue of any kind? The, you of you know, you, you have to guess, guess now.
1: You have countries. No, it's uh how about the world's smallest country?
2: There's a couple pint-sized kingdoms over in Europe. They're just like basically one city,
1: and I don't know what their names are this one is in smack dab in the middle of italy oh so the vatican okay, this could be vatican so this uh, or it could be spain because okay. it was founded in spain and then and still has a headquarters in spain but it's so enthralled with rome and the catholic church so okay. it could be a, a vatican okay so okay one awesome few. awesome okay this one you've probably heard of if you watched uh, or read Dan Brown's Da Vinci Code. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So the, I have. The one that they t- they talked about this kind of inside Catholic organization called Opus Dei. And that's what we're going to cover today.
2: Was that the one where that crazy priest was part? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So this is his, This it's actually a real organization. Uh-huh. So it, it's official name Opus Dei or Prelecture of the Holy Cross. And Opus Dei, Opus Dei. And that means Opus is work and Dei is God. This mm-hmm. is God's work is the official name of it. And it was founded in Spain in 1929 by a man named Jose Maria Escrivá. Maria. Jose, yeah, so Jose kind Maria of a es- Jose yeah, Maria. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I haven't
2: heard that. Before. I haven't heard that either. I mean, seriously, when you go into Latin America, I mean... Everyone has the name Maria somewhere in their name, right? Yeah. Every female I should say, but it never really heard a male
1: yeah. have Maria in the middle. Jose Maria. Close I think Maria. with a name like that you're probably going to be in going to be in the in the Catholic Church you, you've got some
2: sort of spiritual quest in your life. If right? you have
1: at least two saints' names mm-hmm. in your in your name. And that, that that complies right there, right? Um it was so he started this This organization he had a he had a dream and that he should start it and he had a dream that God showed him all of his work and then when he woke up from his dream like his vision he said I need to start this organization and name it after God's work okay and in 1950 Pope Pius XII approved it as an official organization and declared it Personal prelecture, so that means it's not a part of the church. Like there's a cardinal ab- in this above this organization. It's kind of like a, so it's not like an order or you It's know, kind like of a mandate from the pope's office. Huh. And so at, at the time of that, Jose Maria Escrivá, mm-hmm. he has his own like Monsignor is his title, mm-hmm. and. They said, as, as part of the declaration, that someone who is part of Opus Dei cannot be a bishop of the church, but they can rise up in this this organization and uh, to Monsignor. So who is theoretically in charge of this organization? It's him and then the person who took, af, who took on the role after him. And it's been kind of outside, this is why it's controversial, it's, it's outside, outside the, the church. church, but it's inside the church at the same yeah. time. So it's... It is a personal, like it's the Pope's personal, private, like yeah, his own thing. We don't want to say army here, okay? <laughs> it's not <an> <laughs> army. <laughs> um, yeah, but so it was. It, it, its membership. This was this was surprising. Ninety-three thousand two hundred and three lay members of mm-hmm. the Church. There's about two thousand one hundred and fifteen priests, and two thousand undeclared priests uh they that's an estimate because people they're told not to divulge if they're a, if they're a member wow But some of them it some of them they if you declare a celibacy and you can declare you're a member and then you are celibate and you can live on campus and they have these campuses in ninety countries throughout the world so it's pretty well established seventy <clears> percent <throat> of the uh people who the members live in their normal homes, but thirty percent are celibate, living on a camp, Opus Dei campus or a, mm-hmm. uh, in one of the buildings that they have. And most of those are, almost all of those are male. About that thirty percent. Okay, so Escrivá had a vision, which he saw all of the all of God's works, and um, he published as a result of this vision. He published a book called The Way and he has 999 maxims like little sayings that okay. to live by. You know, you think you go for that well,
2: you know you think you'd go for that one more, that 1000, you know. I think the 1000th one would be
1: turn your phone off before you do a podcast. that's also the 1000th and it's the first as well. <laughs> it's the most important of of his edicts. <laughs> anyway, um some people have called it a Christian form of Freemasonry, which was kind of interesting. The doctrine's interesting mm-hmm. because they want to uh, make worshiping God a part of your daily life. So okay. you're reminded all the time to dedicate your life to, mm-hmm. to God. So he started this, and we'll talk about the doctrine in just a minute, but he died of natural causes and was su- succeeded by Alvaro del Portillo. when. Escriva died, one-third of all the bishops in the Catholic Church, and like 90 of the cardinals, was it 90? Or I think maybe nine of the cardinals, that's what it was, mm-hmm. um, wanted him to be beautified or canonized. Yeah. Made into a saint. A saint. Uh-huh. And he was eventually made into a saint. Actually, suspiciously quickly. What is he the saint of? He's just a... I He's just I, a saint. Yeah, I don't think he has a, a specific... Uh, thing that he's in charge okay. of. You're a saint of. Life. It's a secret thing, so it could be. You have to be part That's of the order secret. to know. So here are some of the here's some of the doctrine. Okay, everyone should aspire to be a saint. Okay, okay. Um, and you tell me where we've kind of run off the rails on okay. this because eventually we're going to get to a place where you, I don't know if normal people could follow this. Okay, so uh, he said that holiness is within everyone's reach. Okay, everyone should be holy. Spiritual life should be no different than normal life. Your life should be a continual prayer to God. Uh, You should pray with your mind and mind and soul and body. Um, But daily life should be your daily life should be your offering to God. You should make your life a living prayer. Okay, We talked about that. Um, You can become closer to God through mortification. Uh, um, that, okay. There it is. Yep. Now okay. we're starting to go <laughs> off of right okay. So, here are the ways you can. So, mortification is self punishment. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And so, here are some of the things that they inflict on themselves. So, they're uh-huh. doing this because you offer a prayer, you're just doing it with your words. Mm-hmm. But if you offer uh, a fast, mm-hmm. yeah, you fast or you do something yeah, like t- that.
2: Yeah, to some extent, I, I agree with that. But uh, I mean, like in the Middle Ages, they were taking it a little bit farther, you know.
1: And these guys kind of go along with that With thought. I'm, I'm right thinking there. of the Monty Python where they make fun of that.
2: <laughs> that yeah, that's but, them. But, but that, I mean, they really were. I mean, they were, you know, lashing themselves with whips
1: and, and scourges and stuff. Like that. They, they do stuff like that. So. Um, so here are some of the things that they do to through mortification. They sleep without a pillow. Mm-hmm. That's not so bad. No. Or sleep on the floor. It's a little bit worse, but they do it. I've done that many times. You're supposed to do it once a week. Mm -hmm. Sleep on the floor. Um, You commit to silence for hours or days at a time. Or eventually, if you want to, you could do it for months or years at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, They use...
2: I, I bet at the monasteries or whatever they're called, that's imposed on some of the more annoying fellows you know? I would,
0: people would want me to have that <laughs> I definitely wouldn't but I would be subject to that it's time
2: more. for but okay. brother gunner here to, uh, to have some self-imposed silence for a month <laughs> <laughs>
1: they, uh, they you're actually, roughly what's you're awfully forgiving if you don't know why <laughs> <laughs> they especially want the women to do that. To be like silent. A, yeah, no. To to sleep on the floor, sleep without pillows. Oh, this is like the men do more of the actual, like uh, hurting themselves, scourging themselves. Scourging themselves. So Whatnot. they use a what's well, called a scyllus, which is a metal band with spikes on it. Yeah, and they put it, they strap it to your thigh. The spikes are kind of going inwards. like barbed in wire. wire. Yeah, but they they're they're pointy, but not sharp, but mm-hmm. every time you move your leg, it hurts. Yeah. And especially if you're walking around, and they'll do it for hours at a time. Do they have hair shirts? That was a big thing. That was thing. one of the things, yeah, they uh-huh. don't talk a about a hair that. shirt?
2: Yeah, so you'd have, like, you have a shirt, or your undergarment's made of these ho- coarse, you know, uh, hair, oh, so yeah. you itch all the time, uh, and... uh that was kind of a big thing to show your piety in the Middle Ages. What's his name? The guy that the king was like, uh, if only someone would rid me of this priest. He he had a hair shirt on.
1: My grandma made one of hair these. shirts. It seems like it. So that she made she got <laughs> a serger, some kind of machine that uh-huh. would st- stitch these sweaters together. But these she used wool, mm-hmm. some kind of very coarse wool, and she's giving it to. All of us as five boys, uh-huh. and we, she wanted a picture. Like, I'm going to, p- I'll pay for a, a family photo with all of you uh, with those and, shirts. And, on oh my there gosh, they miserable. Maybe it was in my memory. It was like August or uh-huh. July, and anyway, it was uh, not a good experience. Uh-huh. Um, Their members, they have several several categories. There's a supernumeraries, which are about seven, 70% of the uh, people. The numeraries, which is about 20%. And they once you're a numerary, you're full time. The opus day is all you do. Mm-hmm. So at uh, 20% of their membership, that's all they do 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the numerary assistants, which are always women, and they will make food and kind of support the numeraries. Mm-hmm. There's the associates. Then the clergy, which is about only 2%. Then they have the Priestly Society of the Holy Cross. And that's just like their highest level. And then they have a bunch of cooperators. The like cooperators of the Opus Dei. And there's 164,000 of those. So this is pretty that's established. That's a big organization. This is big. Yeah, a lot of them mm-hmm. are in Spain. Um, but they're throughout the world. They have chapters all across the U.S. and several countries they're very secretive they're told not to divulge if they are members or not some of the controversial things the founder he said some positive things about Adolf Hitler Mm -hmm. at the time interesting yeah but the Catholic Church did that anyway I mean they celebrated Hitler's birthday no, I didn't know that.
2: I, I could, I can see in certain instances why someone would, would would say that. I mean, Hitler brought Germany out of depression, and at the time, Jews were were not looked upon favorably, especially yeah, they the were Catholic Church. Price killers. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure that wasn't the official doctrine at the time, but that was still a pretty big sentiment a
1: sentiment Sent- sentiment sentiment, yeah. sentiment and when, when they when they say they when i said they celebrate his birthday they celebrated it while he was alive yeah before yeah. the I mean, invasion of you know yeah it was when he was just a leader when he was chancellor yeah and um so they've been they have been uh, accused of elitism so they really go after the well-to-do uh the social uh Socially uh, prominent people, mm-hmm. intellectuals, mostly men, very right wing. Well, someone has someone has to pay for these monasteries and, and whatnot, right? Yeah. <laughs> so well, they uh, and uh, they do they do require once you're a full time member that you sign over all of your wealth wealth to them. Yeah. And then if you are a part time member, like most of like the ninety thousand people. Or, or even the 164,000, which are just the random... Are you sure it's not 124,000? I know. Why Why, why is it 100 and... Whatever 12 <laughs> times 12 is, 144,000. Oh, is it 144,000? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't remember um, what it is. <laughs> they uh, it, They've been accused of uh, aggressive recruiting. And so th- some of the things, The one of the ladies who was a recruiter for them, said, well, well we would sign up for... Community classes and then take the classes, but our only job really was to talk to the people in the class and try to get them to come to an Opus Day meeting. Mm-hmm. And then they would just tell them about their true way of, especially if they're already Catholic, the true way of being a Catholic is to dedicate mm-hmm. your life. And so they would kind of use that. So they were kind of deceptive in the recruiting practices. Or one of their dictums was, You must kill yourself for proselytism. Mm -hmm. So you just give give up everything to proselytize, and wow, Thor, what are you doing? (laughs) Could you start over again? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) So they said you you must kill yourself for proselytism. So you Mm -hmm. give up everything to proselyte and to get more members. They practice love bombing. Mm -hmm. So if you're a new member, they everyone would be super excited that you're a member, and they phone and text you and express all of this love towards you to just try to overcome any objections that your friends would have there is a society called the opus day awareness network that tries to get people out of the organization because once you're a member a lot of times you are told not to cut off social contact with everyone mm-hmm. um any non-member who would oppose or have views that um and, and even want you to be a to associate with them on an outside project or mm-hmm. like a family reunion or whatever, they were like, no, you need to dedicate your life to Opus Dei, God's work. Yeah. Um, they, you had to hand over your salary to the church. They, of that 20% of people who live on campus um, are totally celibate and they do the, that silas, the, that. Uh, the nail, the, the, the nail. Yeah, Nails band the across band. their, oh. across their thigh every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rules that they have, the internal rules are not made public, but they're supposed to be very strict. No, I'm sure they are. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do you guys think? Colt? Uh, no? Okay. Colt. I so wanna, okay. I want to say
0: yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And the thing that, that pushed me towards that is the the... Not having com- communication with your family, mm-hmm. not having communication with people, taking all of your money, and then forcing you to hurt yourself. Yeah, having control of all of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I agree. I I think most of the monasteries, uh, Catholic monasteries, would be considered kind of culty. Uh, you know, it's it's the the fringe uh, of the church. And they, the high, incredibly high standards they have uh, that aren't part of the Catholic, main Catholic stuff, yeah. uh, organization, I would say. Uh, and not that that's a bad thing. Again, I, as I say, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I do have a problem with the organization. I love the idea of devoting yourself to God. But the way they're going about it is in isolation. For me, it's... Mm-hmm. In Razor's Edge, <laughs> one of my favorite movies, Bill Murray's up there and he goes to uh, India and he gets up there on the mountain and uh, he learns, uh, I think it's Buddhism probably or something like that. It doesn't really talk about it too much. But anyway, he learns that and then he goes back down and the head monk is there, is uh, like, I see you are going home or whatever. And Bill Murray says, it's easy to be holy on the mountain. And... Meaning, you know, it's so much easier to be all righteousy when you're not a part of the world. Uh, it, and I, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think yeah. that that uh, dedicating yourself to God means you need to be a part of the world. You need to be influencing and helping those around. And that is a major part of dedication to God is 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 doing that, you know, uh, is and I'm not saying preaching the word. I'm I'm just saying Helping those around you, being a good person. Uh
1: (laughs) Because you needed to, he went to strip clubs and stuff. He goes, "I need to experience the world so I can know what I'm refusing." (laughs) There's the other
2: half (laughs) of it, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. You you know, it's that's part of being a, a good person is helping those around you and not just being all cloistered and and you know, of this conformist you. Anyway, that's it, my view. It's I kind think
0: of, I think that both Thor and Warren Jeffs have something.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. It's so, kinda of funny that you said that uh huh it's kind of like, well, all monasteries are kind of like that because their main people that oppose them are the Jesuits. Uh-huh. And that's another order of monks or it's an order of monks that are against them mm-hmm. in that's part of the Catholic Church. And then there's the Franciscan monks that they're not With as With different ideology. To yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. I know and
0: it's uh right, when you said Jesuits I just thought, oh, are we talking about Dune?
1: No. Oh the Benny Jesuit <laughs> The, the Benny Jesuit <laughs> <Gesserit> witch. <laughs> uh so I'm gonna say cult. Yes, I say
2: culty. Culty. That's a The good, the bad, and the culty. Now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they got it all wrong.
1: Um, and so what's, what's the good, the bad, and the culty? I think it's good to dedicate yourself to something.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I No, I, I completely agree. I, I like some of the ideas, you know, of dedicating yourself to God. That can be a really good thing. I, uh, Depending on... On how hard
1: you're hurting yourself. (laughs) Um, So, anything, so other good things, they're organized.
2: (sighs) Yeah, they're organized. (laughs) Uh, That was a a hiccup? uh, Their founder had a dream and followed it, and he got other people involved. You know, he was uh, obviously I did a good know. job. I don't know if that's that.
0: necessarily a good,
1: a good thing. Good thing. Oh, yeah. The
0: founder, founder had a dream and followed
1: it. It is interesting to see, you know, the oh. founding of, a, of basically a religion or a cult, but he is, they have pictures and video of him because it was 1929. That's kind of cool. And so yeah. from, they've basically, from the inception until now, they have record mm-hmm. and everything's kind of out there for everyone to see, except for they were so secretive.
2: And it, uh, it allows uh, members of the Catholic Church that want to kind of go whole in, a, but not like maybe live in a monastery or something else like that. They, get, they have an avenue as a lay brother to, to, to really focus in on, on religion, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: I, I, I like that. How about the bad? Celibacy. That's Celibacy. the first on my list.
0: I, I just don't understand that where you're like, no, nope, I just I just don't get it at all.
1: I think it's probably someone who he wasn't getting it at all, and that's why he started it, celibacy. Well,
0: it's just, it's one of those things where, oh, you know, we all need to be celibate or whatever. Well, how do you make more children? Yeah. Uh,
2: I, yeah. I, I,
0: no, I guess, I guess that's not a big
2: thing. My, oh, no, is. I completely agree with you, but I also feel that in the next 20 years, uh, Catholic priests won't be uh, held to that. I, I think that that's going to be that's going to kind of go yeah, it, away. It, be an optional. Yeah, it uh, kind of shifts with times. Yeah. In, in Africa, uh, certain branches of the Catholic uh,
1: Church, the, the priests are allowed to marry.
0: I thought that was South America.
1: No, it's Africa. Oh. But I can see that shift. I mean, sh- all religions shift a little bit. Yeah, you know, and and yeah. I, I that that is a shifting because well, of... Well,
0: for I, I, I could see this organization not shifting just because this of one it. this one they this one it.
2: no but yeah, yeah but but that feels a little bit more voluntary kind of well no mm-hmm. it doesn't but anyway' well, you, going to be a priest you're right mm-hmm. it isn't
0: um I, it. the uh self-mutilations I think that's mm-hmm. ridiculous yeah I think yeah
2: but I, I don't do I the basic concept of uh, sacrificing? Uh, it's, it's played out in a lot of religions. I mean, like fasting mm-hmm. would, would it be considered that,
0: yeah. But it's uh, been proven that fasting actually is good for you,
2: yeah, yeah, that is. But it's still uh, denying something, uh, you know.
0: But that's not denying but something, causing that is. damage, causing,
2: causing damage yeah. is not a good way to go. Uh,
1: you know, what do you so, think about the like the guys in, in Indonesia where they actually do like these are devout Catholic people but they'll it'll be Easter and they'll hang someone on a cross and it'll be someone volunteer or yeah. several volunteers and the and they'll actually just like do, drive spikes through their yeah wrists and, and kill them no no, no they're they're they, they just go up there for twenty minutes on a cross with spikes with spikes going through them yeah it won't kill you
2: that I mean that's why it was such a no, oh, it was a days. long death. Yeah, it yeah. was a long, hard death. Well,
0: then they stab they stabbed him in the side with a
2: spear. Well, yeah, but he was already dead. Remember? Okay. Yeah, so you're right. Okay. He he died quick. He was supposed to be hanging there for
1: like you know three or four days, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I think some some religions there's like a line that's too that they require too much. I think the Krishnas are like that. We should cover Krishnas one day. We should, but they have like some of the things that I couldn't can't follow. They don't eat anything in the Allium family, which is onions or garlic or leeks. Yeah, that's that's like, a, That's of the <laughs> devil. Yep, they don't <laughs> eat mushrooms. <laughs> they don't eat meat, of course, and then no, no sex unless it's to procreate when your partner is fertile. Like they have all these, really, all these things about procreating. I'm afraid I'd be like, oh, honey, I think we timed that wrong again.
2: <laughs> we'll try again tomorrow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, this is one of those.
0: Yeah. And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult one belief at a time.
1: Is there anything we can take from this? Besides self-flagellation, I'm not willing to do
2: no, that. No, I, I think we need to uh, have all our members give us all their wealth. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I agree with Thor on this I one. Think maybe just, especially if you're part of the Magisterium Collecti. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think
2: we need to get all the billionaires in the world in the Magisterium <laughs> Collecti. Uh, I think that may be it.
0: Secret, secret A secret secret society. society.
2: Maybe. You can
0: become the secret member in the Nice Cult. We're gonna create a new, a new certificate.
1: It will be written in invisible ink.
0: So and, no one... <laughs> I love this. It will be like like Thor's tattoos. It will only be able to be seen uh, with black
1: a light. black light. Yes. <laughs> I think we, that's one thing we can do. We
2: uh, we need a secret order. I mean, we have a knight, an order, knight, order of the knighthood, right? We
1: need a secret lay order. Um, okay. Could it be the knighthood? And then we have other members, and there's only one of them that's public, and that's Brian. Okay. And then the rest of them are secret members. Okay. I can do yeah, that. We can do that. I always right. do that.
2: So the secret
1: order. So let it be written, so let it be done. Mm-hmm. That sounds good.
0: We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cold. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult,
2: join the nice cult!
1: I think that's, that's it. That's it? <laughs> Thor like rubs his stomach like he's expecting. Oh, Oh, that reminds me. So I was driving
0: the other day to work, and I got this call from my sister, Riley, saying, Hey, Gunner, we want you to come to the baby being born. I was like, Oh, that's super nice. That's super sweet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Because Brandon has a bad back, and you may need to hold me up while I, you know, give birth or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> You're just a natural gunner No, that's not a natural I think I think people are mispl- misguiding Are misguided? Yeah, on where they're putting their trust But it reminds me of a story So when I was uh, 17 I had a friend She got pregnant from her boyfriend Who went to jail for drugs And her mom really wanted me to be her to marry her she kept on trying to get me to date her and stuff like that her mom was a midwife and they decided the day that she was just one second
2: gunner can you blame her seriously for your catch yeah it's like i i we can i can either get my daughter to keep you know this guy who's in jail already in his young life or I can get one of my friend's sons who is semi there and put together. No,
0: I'm glad that you put it that way because I was going to say, I'm not all the way there. But you're not in jail. But I'm not in jail. <laughs> For selling drugs. Exactly. And that's there enough. So they decide, hey, we're gonna invite Gunner over for the birth or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, sure, why not? I'll come. So they invite me over, and my my friend, she's walking around completely naked. They start asking me to come over and hold her. So I'm like holding her from behind, and I'm just just like, but I just like in my mind, I'm thinking, is is this you trying to get me to? To like like this girl and marry her.
1: (laughs) There's, I think once once you're married, then that situation is like okay, endearing. 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 Of course it is. But until then, it's like that's not a dating.
2: Listen, that's that's not a good first date. No.
0: No let's just say we did get married in the end but no we didn't <laughs> but, but still like that's the whole thing like I'm walking around and I'm you know seeing the whole thing it's great seeing the afterbirth it's great seeing the baby come out the baby was like an alien coming out I don't know if you've ever seen a baby come out they but they do horrible. not look like they look in the movies they do not look like all like oh look how cute it's they're like their heads are been squished together and their their bodies purple and stuff like that and yeah.
2: then blue and, and cheesy and Cheesy,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing, as I quote there. Uh, but it's not. Uh, it's not so beautiful when it's not your child, and uh, someone's trying to use that to get
1: you to date them. Date them. Date them. So. What do you, once that, once you've crossed the Rubicon of having, being, like, being there for the birth, what, was the second, what's the next move? Like, do you just, did you break it off? Uh-huh. Or did you keep on, did you it, date her a couple times? Or is it just like... I'm there for your birth, and then I'm out of here. Luckily, I I didn't live
0: down where they were, so okay. it was it, it makes it easier. But it wasn't like I think she she understood. She kind of she figured it out that it was like it wasn't going to
2: go anywhere. Yeah. you know. So did she get back with her uh, jailbait? Boyfriend? She did for a
0: little while. When he came back, uh, she had a couple kids with him, but then uh, then they got divorced or whatever. So mm-hmm. you know. Whatever, but anyway, uh, mom just was right. Uh, what should have got should have gone for me. Yep, okay. yep. Well, yeah, but uh, maybe use different tactics.
2: <laughs> Offer you cash, right?
0: <laughs> no, okay. And, and to be honest with you, that wouldn't have turned me off if I had actually liked her like that. I I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. I just I just thought it was funny that that's like one of the things where it's just like. Uh, You know, when I brought my girlfriend over a a, a couple of years later, the mom was, like, hinting at her, like, to break up so that she could date her daughter (laughs) anyway. (laughs) Interesting. But like I said, that's not going to that's not going to change my mind if I already like the person.
2: Now, how do we get on this subject? <laughs> what, what was well, the segue? Oh, Riley! Riley, there Riley asked me okay, to Riley, yeah.
0: hold her up while she is yeah having a baby. She and sure so, looks cute right now. Yeah, she does. I'm super excited for her. So yeah, she is. Too. I'm excited to to be a part of it. So, yep. you know it's it's a it's a beautiful thing. It is. It's going to be awesome and gross. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>